When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Alexandra. And I'm Anna, and we are the Russian Sisters. Welcome to our podcast. A show we created to talk about hard things. And also to bring some levity to your lives. Alexandra is a mom and occupational therapist. And Anna is a school counselor. And together we share our life stories. And crazy adventures. We aim to make you smile. And let you know, you're not alone. You're not alone. You are not alone. Enjoy our latest episode from The, the Russian, Russian Sisters. Sisters. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Alexandra, it's so nice to see your face today since we are not in the same room. I know. Hello, hello. How are you today? Well, trying to stay warm and cozy. How are you? Same, same. (laughs) Trying to have a productive day before I go back to school. I just wanted to say that I'm very excited about the interview we did with Leah Michelle. You guys, you are in for a treat with this episode. So Alexandra, tell us a little bit about Leah and how you guys came to know each other. Yeah. So Leah is a multi-passionate human and businesswoman. She is a three-six manifesting generator by human design. You guys have heard me talk about that a little bit. On as a projector, I'm a generator. So uh, Leah loves to do and try all the things that light her up. She learns by trial and error and failures are simply lessons learned. Leah is currently a registered nurse. However, she's also a network marketer and energetics coach and self-love guide. I mean, you can't get any better than that. Her passions lie in empowering women to live a life that is meaningful and feels so freaking good to them. through utilizing human design and other energetic tools. And finally... She is a podcast host of the newly released show, Evolve and Alive. I am super excited and she sounds amazing. And my internet connection is unstable. So (laughs) (laughs) I love technology. And Leah also let us know that Mercury is once again in retrograde. So hang on to your boots and your technology, people. This ride is going to be a fun one. Hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, so exciting today. This is Alexandra, in case you're confused, because Anna usually does our hellos. She's with us though here today. Hello. <laughs> so silent. We are really excited to share with you all that we have our wonderful guest for the day, Leah, joining us from Canada. Hello, Leah from Canada. Yay, hello. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited. We're so excited to have you on today. Thank Thank you for joining us. Um, What's the weather like? I didn't put this on your list of questions. What's the weather like right now for you? So we've been having very weird weather. I don't know about you guys. Um, Today is actually really nice. It's like five degrees Celsius. I don't, I'm so bad with the conversions. Um, So five degrees, which is warm for us in the winter and sunny a bit. We had rain over the past few days and like really warm last week or not even last week, but like a few days ago, there was a huge snowstorm. So we've been having a week. Yeah. Sounds like your, your weather is not sure. It's a little bipolar. Not sure what way to go. 
Yeah, I think I so. Did. It's been like that the past few years. Yeah. I just did a quick conversion on the Google and it's about 40 degrees Fahrenheit. So that is a lovely winter day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is. I think yeah. we had that here yesterday amidst our like crazy, the weather people here in Colorado and the U.S. cannot figure out how to, how to predict weather. Yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah. On so you got, of, how is it where you are today? It's cold and snowy. We got slammed with a snowstorm. I'm mm-hmm. sure everyone wanted to listen to the podcast today with our guests to get the weather update. <laughs> um, but we got slammed with a snowstorm that no one was expecting. And yeah. um, so, and Anna and I live like seven minutes from each other and we are in different weather regions. So we like to crack up and compare what, what the weather prediction is. Yeah. And that's who it was a couple days ago. Um, but Mm -hmm. it was supposed to snow more today and it hasn't really. So it's kind of disappointing. It's that's all to say. It's just cold, cold and dreary really. Um, and that is our weather report coming to you from Colorado. Leah, (laughs) where in Canada are you? Because it is a big place. Mm -hmm. So I am in Ontario about an hour West of Toronto. Okay. It's I not, like to pretend yeah. I know Canadian yeah. geography. <laughs> I know. But New York. Sounds good. New yeah. York yeah. Right. Straight up. Basically. So. Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did. We had, I had a friend, she just moved back to Colorado last. Now I can say last year. Cause it's 2023. Um, but she wasn't based in Toronto for, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years. Yeah. It's not the most exciting place in Canada, but we'll see. But you it, moved recently, right? Didn't yeah, move- just about like two hours away from where I lived before. But so, still, that's a, yeah, that's a big, big two-hour move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you like yeah. where you are now compared to where you were? I like it. I'm more in like a city area now. And before I was, well, I was by the lake, so I missed that part. But I was in the middle of nowhere, so it took me like half an hour to drive anywhere. So now I can actually go to the gym and like do things instead of being stuck at home all the time. So. I like yeah, that. yeah. It wasn't very fun. <laughs> I was recently just recalling with someone who used to live like downtown Denver, and mm-hmm. she now lives in the burbs. And I used to, I used to say like, "There's no way I'm going to be a burb person." Like, I love the city. I don't want to live in the burbs. But now I live in the burbs, and I like my bubble. And when I have to go outside of my bubble, I I got kind of grumpy. <laughs> But how do you like living in the city versus like, I mean, I, I, I can see like both sides and it seems like it's more access. Like you have more access. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I miss the quiet. Like it's kind of, and it's not really mm. like too city-ish here. So <laughs> it's not like, yeah, not like Toronto, which is pretty crazy. Um, So it's like a mini, a mini city. So it's kind of like yeah. both worlds, but I do miss again, like being by the lake and just the fresh air, but otherwise it's fun. Like, yeah. Starting a new yeah. life in a way. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, that so for, our, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say when I look for change, I usually change my hair color or <laughs> buy furniture. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was a big change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do stuff in my house. I get when I'm looking, which I don't like change. I have a lot of change going on in my life right now, and I don't like it. it makes me very unsettled. And when I'm unsettled, I tackle my house. <laughs> I'm like, here's a cabinet that needs to be cleaned. Here's some painting that needs to be done. And then I only like 
kind of half-ass those projects. And then they just sit there and I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I start? And then have to usually hire someone to finish. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. This year was like a huge year or last year, I guess now was a huge year of change. I don't like change either, but everything happened at once. Got a new, yeah, moved, got a new job, bunch of changes in business. So was it a team, I guess. Business? Yeah. Yes. So for our listeners, Leah and I met um, in what's called a mastermind. I think I talked about it a little bit, but it's meant to be, and you could probably give better, a better concise definition, but our good friend, Allison Cullen of You Do Woo has a, a business, business coaching. And part of that is to be in this container. That's a mastermind where you're meeting other entrepreneurs, um, all female, female entrepreneurs who are launching. Most people I would say were launching a business. Mm-hmm. Some people were trying to figure out what they wanted to do, but knew they wanted to start a business. And that's where I got to meet Leah. And it's like a game changer because I feel feel like I'm friends with people who are from this, but we've never physically met. And I, I feel like this post-COVID time is that that's just totally normal. You just have friends who are all over and you don't necessarily know. Um, you don't necessarily have face-to-face meeting. Yeah, it's funny. I know I was the only one in Canada from there. So I can't remember how many people were in there, about like 12 people. And yeah, never met anybody, but I feel closer to all you guys than I do with like a lot of other people in my life. So it's funny. Yeah. Well, because you you kind of share, you have to get vulnerable, right? When you're starting a business and when you're trying to figure out what's blocking you and your barriers, you just get super vulnerable, which I'm someone where I don't, I don't necessarily mind some of that vulnerability because. I'm not physically right there. I've figured this out about myself that when I can do something online, it's like I have all these barriers. I've got my desk. I've got the camera. We have physical distance. Um, it's much different um, when, when that happens. But so awesome. That being mm-hmm. said, I heard you say that you had a lot of change over the last year and you and Alexandra met through Allison Cullen in the mastermind. Um, I don't know if it's project is the right word. So tell us a little bit about you, who you are. We know where you live and what the weather's like, but um, tell us (laughs) what what you do when you're not here with us podcasting. Yeah, I have a lot of things going on. So I don't know if you guys talk about human design ever. I'm pretty sure you have because I've listened to a past episode. So hopefully people know what human design is a little bit. But I'm a manifesting generator, so I have like all the things going on, and I've just learned that in the past couple of years, so I've learned to accept that part of me. So basically, as my job and career, I'm actually a registered nurse, so I do that full-time. Wow. And then I'm also a network marketer who is shifting into starting her own business. Awesome. And I'm actually starting it on human design, so I'm doing a certification And I'm starting to do like, to figure out what I want to do with it. And then last year, I think I was in August. I think that's also when Alex and I first met around that time, but I opened a membership. So it was my very first offering, like solo offering. So I have a membership for network marketers who are wanting to like kind of shift their business and do things in a way that feels good for them instead of following all the rules. So that's all of my hats. Oh, and I also started a podcast recently. So yay. Okay. 
So I have to take this bit by bit. So <laughs> registered nurse, first of yep. all, thank you for what you do and how you just support people and health. And, um, do you, what kind of setting do you work in? So I work in currently mental health and it's in the community. So very different than like hospital nursing and what people picture nurses as, but I love it. I love that. You love that. I am a counselor myself. So I just appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And so second human design, your manifesting generator, Alexandra, you are a generator. Generator. And then I am a projector. So we've got a hodgepodge here at the table. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to be done with you guys in about 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> then I'll be tired yeah. and I'll need to take a rest. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, the classic example, just real fast, the classic example was Anna and I decided to have like a, a podcasting business meeting and I like blocked off, I don't know, quite a few. I was like eight hours. I think we had like a whole day. <laughs> Buddy was at daycare Yeah, and we got through stuff and by like we're just like, to me, we're just getting started. And she's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go watch a show. (laughs) Had to take a break. And it took me a while. I was like, what are you talking about? We're just getting into this. We're just getting the momentum. And then I had to go, oh, you you kept, you did, you did your work for the day. In fact, I already put together a whole piece of furniture this morning. So I am kind of done like, but this is a pleasure. This this I find joy in. So um, anyway, this is not about me. This is about Leah. Okay. So, um, manifesting generator and then, um, you're getting or got certification. I'm currently getting awesome. I'm currently in the process. Going to figure out what you're doing with that. And then the last thing you mentioned is that you just started a podcast. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So it's called evolve and align. And Mm -hmm. honestly, like when I first started it, I had no idea what I really wanted it to be about. I just knew I wanted to have a podcast for the past two years now. And I was just like, okay, I need to do it. So did it. It's about basically what I say. It's like about evolving and aligning your life to your true self and like what you find joy in, what you love, and just talking about all the things like I love health and wellness. That's like a company, the company that I'm aligned with in network marketing is a health and wellness company. So love that, but it's not like my biggest passion, I guess, but it's something that I want to talk about just to share my journey. And then yeah, human design, energetics, like the woo woo stuff I love. And then again, like as a nurse, I love science. So like there's that, that's probably going to be in there. Just a lot of everything. So I love that. <laughs> oh, I love that. You love that. And I just, I love, I love that. <laughs> I know. Is there any question why Leah and I <laughs> kind of connected? Cause I was like the woo and the science and I know. energetics. And <laughs> let's help people like be aligned. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's all I did what Anna said. true full selves. Yeah. That's, yeah. Life's too, life's yeah. too quick for that. Right. You know, I don't say it's short. I just say it's quick. Yeah. And we've talked about like resolutions and, um, I am not a resolution hater, but I was thinking earlier today, um, like if I do have a resolution, I resolve this next year to like incorporate or more of a Marie Kondo thing to my life. Like, um, I'm going to start sorting through, does this bring me joy or these people bring me joy? Do they have purpose? Does this thing have purpose and what I'm doing have purpose? And if yes, awesome. Keep it sold. And if not, I'm just going to be like, bye-bye. Like I, we can't, 
We can't. It's too draining mm-hmm. to keep all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. That all the things that don't bring us joy and that are draining and don't have purpose. And why are we doing it? Yeah, I think we've just like as a society, we've grown to not do things that we love and that light us up and to like follow this timeline or like guideline that's provided to us. And even like as a kid, I was like, eh, I don't want to do that stuff. I have followed it, you know, like I got sucked in, but realizing like with human design, it like opened my mind to be like, oh, it doesn't have to be that way. So that's why I'm so passionate about like teaching people how to break free from that and how to follow their joy. Like joy is a big word for me. So I like that you brought that up. I love that. And so can you explain a little bit? Cause we've talked about, sorry, Al, I know you were going to say something just because <laughs> no, I can see God. your face and no one else can. Um, but I, I know you were going to say something, but hold on to it. Um, so Al's a projector. I no, no. I'm a projector. Alexander's <laughs> generator. What's a manifesting generator? So manifesting generators, they're like a type of generator, but we have a lot of energy, like big energy. We move really quickly, which is really cool. And like with generators and I'm like with human design, you're not really meant to be fit in a box. It's meant to expand you. So it's, this is not like you have to follow these rules again. Like it's meant to expand you so you don't have to follow rules, but with generators, they're more like they take on one thing and like sort of follow through with it. But again, like you don't have to follow through with it if it doesn't light you up. But with manifesting generators, we're really like follow all the things that light you up and you can like start a bunch of things and not follow through with them. And that's okay. And kind of like delegate. So that I've been learning about as well. And yeah, just like lots of big energy, lots of not really initiating, but we have like sort of an initiating power to us like a manifester, which there's a whole bunch that we can get into. (laughs) But yeah, we have just a lot of big energy. That's like, that's my word for this year. (laughs) I like that. I went and um, looked up my family of what types. um, And our dad is actually the Manny Jen in the family, which is kind of interesting to think about because he's kind of like an intellectual and a little quieter, like introverted quieter so so and I know Manny Jens can be more like you can be have more manifestor energy sorry my hands are like right in front of the camera the way I'm trying but like you can kind of fit more in the generator or the man- manifestor or both and I I don't know enough to try and be like which one are you dad um but it's interesting because I I am the only I'm the only generator in my family my son and I Yes, this is why for all of you doing these trainings, I'm like, can someone please teach me like how do you work with or in in a relation relate in a relational relationships? Like how do you have those relationships with people who just their energy is different, what lights them up is different, their filter. I was gonna ask you that for like a generator. And I don't know if this is just all human design, but I know in the trainings that I've had or the readings that I've had are like the hell yes or hell no. You know, I'm, I'm sacral sacral is. And for you guys that for anyone listening, who's not sure we had Allison Cullen on to kind of explain all this too. So we'll link that um, episode below to kind of give that intro and for what these things mean, but I'm, I'm a sacral. So I'm like a hell yes or hell no. What, what are you for that? Yeah. You are. Okay. And so Mm -hmm. is it the same? So if, if your authority is sacral, then does that 
mean it's the same thing no matter what type you are? Does that make sense? Like being a Manny Jen, does that mean you still do the hell yes, hell no, or does it look different? Yeah, it's the same no matter what type you are. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of pieces to it. But again, like it plays off of like what your profile is, what your strategy is, and like they all play off of each other too. Yeah. So it's it's the same, like the meaning of it is the same, but depends on like all the different pieces of the puzzle. It can look different before you. That makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. That's interesting because yeah. out of the Matt, I know there are a few people, or at least I know you and one other out of the mastermind who got who are doing the human design trainings. And I kind of went in a different, I mean, I still love it. And I, Mm -hmm. I like gather all the information and I use it pretty much daily. Um, But I get more now into the astrological stuff, which is so overwhelming that I'm like, I just have to take little bits at a time, but it's mind blowing. All of this stuff to me is mind blowing. It's just amazing. I used to love astrology. I still, I do love it as well, but I'm like the opposite where, you know, I love it, but that's not where my interests are, but I love like learning about it and it's just there's a lot to it but same with human design like it seems easy when you look at it but now now that I've like dove into the certification I'm like oh okay I know myself but learning about all of the other stuff it's I'm getting and and then having to put all those pieces Mm -hmm. together not and then interpret it right like I think that's where yeah that's interesting what's your what's your astrological sign I'm an Aquarius oh wait your birthday's coming up yes February Awesome. I know. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, it's already January. Okay, wait. So tell me more about Aquarius. Cause I'm still I'm just now starting oh. to learn. Like I know, right? So I don't know me. much about oof, I don't know too much. I just know like I used to read my horoscope all the time. Um, I'm pretty sure Aquarius we're like kind of like the weird sign is what I got from it. <laughs> like really aloof and like in our heads, but like, I don't know how to even explain it, but it feels, it makes so much sense to me because that's how I am. Like, you know, like the odd one, like the unique one out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well, and aren't we now in the age of Aquarius? Yeah. Yes. So it's definitely something with like lots of like universe stuff and Mm -hmm. we have like an inquiring mind about a lot of things. Have you always been into woo? I think so. I just never knew it, to be honest. I don't know if you feel that way. I definitely have been, and Anna, you can say for you. For me, I I would say I've always had questions and been very inquisitive. Like I was the kid where where people would say like curiosity killed the cat because I I was I've always been a question asker. And now that I have a child who literally over the last three days has probably asked me 70,000 questions and most of them are why like, Oh my gosh, that was me. Um, so I think I've always been very curious and felt that some of the constructs we have are limiting, but haven't, I haven't really known how to put words to it or how to change it or do anything different. And now I feel like I have more tools to do that and not necessarily buy into some of those constructs. I don't know. What about you, Anna? Yeah. No, I've been a recipe follower my entire life. Like you, I need a manual. When I look at the Ikea um, manual, I like, it's hard for me to determine what exactly the picture is trying to tell me I need to do. So I don't like that very much. 
but I managed to follow it. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like a, you just tell me what needs to be done and I'll, and I'll do it. I might add my own flair, but I think I've, I've always needed that structure my entire life. Um, and so even with my faith, with my beliefs, it's been like, oh, read this book. This is what we believe. Okay. Oh, this is what my teachers are telling me. This is, this is what needs to be. So I haven't ever really asked questions or been a question asker until Sean died, um, a couple of years ago. And then when that didn't make sense and there was no manual, um, I just went out and started reading a lot of different things and, listening to a lot of different people and putting different pieces together and opened up the world of possibility, um, which then ventured out into the woo. So, um, even today, you know, I, there are bits and pieces I identify with. Um, I don't know that I'm like 100% sunk into all the woo woo. Um, I've always identified though with my astrological sign and read horoscopes pretty religiously early on. Not, and, but I was always with a grain of salt too. Like this is just a piece of information. So I think I've always tackled life in that way too. Like this is a piece of information. It's not the end all be all. Um, and so I think that's how I have taken on this adventure over the last couple of years also is there are all these other pieces of information out there to entertain. And then if it sits well or fits with me and feels right, then cool. And if it doesn't, then I kind of take what applies and disregard the rest, I think is how I've been. Yeah, no, I know what you mean there. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Being like really into science, I was like, like what Alexandra was saying, like I questioned a lot of things and I was like, oh, I love science because you can question things. But then you kind of get like put into a box. So when I learned about like the woo woo, but there's, again, there's so many things out there that we probably, I don't even know about. That's why like I connected deeply with human design. So I'm like, okay, this connects. So I'm going to go into that, which again, like you can still ask questions, but like it opens up the world and just the universe so much. But like, again, like science is good, but it's using our logical mind. And there's so much more out there that nobody even knows, but I love that we can explore it. I agree. I 100% agree. And I have come to learn there are definitely people out there who like the box. They're very comfortable in the box. And they're like, again, it was probably more, more me when I was little and growing up. Like, I just want to be here. It's comfortable here. Someone's telling me what to do or where I need to be. Um, And then... I don't know, as I've gotten older, I've been like, hmm, let's start crawling out of the box. And and what are what are these other possibilities out there? And some people do laugh at me when I'm like, hey, I feel like my my spirit animal is a bear, grizzly to be specific. And I was <laughs> I'm, I'm a Taurus and I was born in the year of the serpent. And I, you know, and then we have a Russian 
background. And so like all these little pieces help define me, not just one of those things. So I, I think mm-hmm. that's what I like about the exploration is that I take the pieces when I read about Torians, not everything applies to me. And so I'm like, hmm, I identify with that, but not everything. So I don't buy in 100% to all that, but the, I do that. I, I find that that's what I do with a lot of the different pieces. That's, I, I guess that's what I was trying to say is I'm like, hmm, I identify with those things and not with those things. And so, um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm a fence rider. Maybe that. Just no, I think <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's something that I've learned with human design specifically, but like with everything, it's that you have to figure out what resonates with you. Like, again, it's not like, it's not a, a rule book that you have to follow. Right. It's like, find what works for you and with anything in life. And that's why I think like, even if people are comfortable, not like knowing about any of this, good for them. Like I'm not putting people down that aren't into all of like the woo woo. Everybody finds what works for them. And I think just our world and our society is like opening up to more, not a lot of like, because we're surrounded by, or like, I know I'm surrounded by online, a lot of people that are into it. I'm like, Oh, everybody is into this stuff. But then, you know, you go out into the world and you're like, okay, People think I'm a little, a little crazy, but that's okay. <laughs> but more and more people are opening up. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's cool. And I think a lot of people, um, are searching. Um, when I watch documentaries about different things, I feel like that's just a common thread. People are searching, they're searching for belonging. They're searching for understanding for purpose, um, and trying to figure out where they fit into this huge puzzle of the world and the universe. And, and I agree with you. Like if, if you're going out there and searching and, and you, you want to dabble in this stuff and it applies to you. Awesome. And if you're not comfortable with that, that's okay too. And, um, I just, I'm always wary that being said, I'm always wary of people who are vulnerable falling into spaces where they are potentially manipulated into a certain situation because they're looking so much for belonging or purpose or whatever. So I like, I, I think if I'm hearing you right, you're like, keep your mind open, like yeah, own it, keep your mind open and try it out. And if it fits awesome. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know what you mean about that. And there's a lot of spaces that probably do manipulate and pressure you. I haven't been a part of any, but I'm sure that there's stuff out there. I think it's the, yeah, I think when people, I find for me, people who encourage having a tool and having another resource tends to be healthier. And then the individuals or the programs that claim to be the ultimate tool or resource, those are the ones that I tend to be more skeptical of because they can prey on vulnerable people. I was going to add to that I now being in the woo a little bit more. And yes, there was a big shift as honestly, like there was a big shift for me with the, when, after Sean died, but I found, um, I'm like, why wasn't everyone want to jump on this wagon and get woo and like get down to their purpose and be them. And then I was talking with a friend and she's like, yeah, but that might not be everyone's sole purpose. And I was like, oh, okay. And so it's definitely been interesting. I've come across a couple people recently where I'm like, our conversations, it, it just doesn't flow. And we we don't have much in common. And a co- and two people I'm thinking of in particular are very like very linear and and 
scientific, which I don't have a problem with science. I'm fascinated by it. In fact, Buddy and I were going over for like states of matter this morning because of our snow. And, um, but it's also interesting to see like that safety piece that comes with science that sometimes people are like, well, if it's concrete and if it's literal and it's an algorithm, it's safe, right? Because the woo doesn't, you got to be vulnerable again, like we talked about. So it's been really interesting because then I'm like, I wonder, like, what's your sole purpose for these individuals? And I just get fascinated because I'm like an emotional, I feel like I'm a rolling emotional mess. Like I'm constantly putting out like all of these emotions and stuff. And then when you see people who are like, nope, everything fits really nicely, and this is like, we do the same thing every day. We don't really deviate. And I'm like, life must feel awesome. And I don't know enough about individuals in our life. And I know life happens. People had ideas about what Sean's in my life looked like. And then after he died, they're like, what happened? And so I don't want to make a judgment on what other people have going on. Just to say that sometimes I'm like, it looks very simple, maybe. And not in a negative way. I think I'm like a little envious of that because I don't feel like my life is very simple. All that to say, right? I think it's awesome to offer an opportunity for people to start asking questions and to start looking at that. And I have to check myself and go, you might, but not everyone else. What? Not everyone does. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I used to be that kind of person who was like, yeah like on a linear path and didn't want to like think about all that stuff, but I could feel it bubbling up. And I'm sure like probably everybody's like that. They're just at a different level. Some people may never break free. Some people do like right away. Depends on so many things. And again, like it's everybody's sole purpose is different. And I've been learning about that too recently (laughs) and not being judgmental to people. That has been a huge, a huge learning curve. So I get what you're saying with that. So what was your, so what helped, what was a big shift for you that, that kind of shifted you from what you were doing with that linear and this is how things go to where you are now? Uh, I think it's so hard to pinpoint it now that like I've gone through so much, but I'm like starting my network marketing business back in, I started in 20, 2018 now. And like had no idea what I was doing. I was still in school as a nurse or nursing school to be a nurse. You know, like on this path of like, oh, I went to university. I'm going to have this job and I want to find a job that I can stay at for the rest of my life. Get married to my boyfriend <laughs> when I'm done school and then joined this business. It was really fun, but I started learning about a bunch of things like I didn't even know anything about personal development. So I was really lucky that like my team focused a lot on that. So I learned a lot through being in that business. And then, yeah, I think it just opened my mind to things I didn't know about before. And a lot of changes happened right when I joined that. A few months later, I actually broke up with my boyfriend. And we had been together for 11 years at that point. We dated as like very, very young and yeah, just a lot of things shifted at the end of that year. And I was like, whoa, my whole life has just like turned over. And I'm sure you can understand that feeling. So I think that was like the start of it and just navigating and learning along the way. One yeah. of the things I, I love that you said um, 
before um, is kind of trusting your gut, right? Like you felt that um, you were on this one path and then you felt that, I don't know, there, there was more or a shift or, you know, other possibilities. And I think that's one of the things that Alexander and I have talked about and like to empower people is to trust your gut right? Um, Mm -hmm. when you're a generator, that's really important. Like if it's a hell yes, it's a hell yes. Like your body will tell you whether you're in a dangerous situation or if you're feeling joy or it, I just knocked my microphone. It'll also (laughs) tell you, um, you know, the direction that you need to go in. And oftentimes we are conditioned to not trust that or, or to, to believe in other things, or um, I don't know, just rely on on other sources other than ourselves. And so, I ultimately just love that that you trusted yourself to go on this journey and explore different things. Mm-hmm. And I think, at the time, at least, again, like I didn't trust myself, and that's probably why all those things came into my life and threw me for a curveball. And I think of that now, of like, okay, it was probably teaching me. You need to trust your gut. You need to trust your intuition. Because, yeah, I had like I had these feelings probably years before that was happening. Now that I look back at it and like explore it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. So that, that's kind of like with human design specifically, because I probably love human design because I can like quantify it because it's sort of like a science and woo woo mixed. So, you know, it gives me like an explanation of how to use it and how to like trust my body. But again, there's like so many different ways that you could learn how to do that. But yeah, I think that's sometimes people just need that like curveball thrown at them, (laughs) as we all know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Alexander and I have talked about like someone's throwing you a life raft or a boat's coming by or helicopter to rescue you. Or now you're getting hit over the head with a ton of bricks. Like, hello, wake up, get the message. Um, but I did want to ask you, cause Alexandra and I have talked about being that it is the new year and happy new year. Um, we have talked about things that we want to leave behind in 2022 and things that we want to focus on or embrace in 2023. Um, what are some things that, that come to mind when you think about that? Yeah, it's funny. Cause I was doing like Every year for the past couple of years, I've done something like that where I'm like, okay, what things do I want to leave behind? So I was thinking about that the other day and there's so many things that I want to leave behind because <laughs> again, like so many changes happened last year that I learned of like what I actually want, what I don't want. But the biggest thing for me that I want to leave behind two things is my people pleasing tendencies and like lack of boundary setting because I've been working on it for a few years, but I'm like, okay, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is anything that doesn't bring me joy. And I know sometimes when I say that, I'm like, you know, I know life is not perfect all the time, but again, like I'm so passionate about finding your joy and you really can find that in everything, like even in those shitty moments. And I'm not saying don't feel your feelings because it's important to have all the emotions. Like we are humans, but it's so important to follow your joy. So those are like the two things I'm leaving behind. And then moving forward. hmm, Now I'm thinking like most of the things I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to leave behind. But moving forward, 
I definitely want to bring that like energy that we were talking about at the beginning, that like Manny Jen energy. Cause I don't think I have fully stepped into it yet, but I'm getting there. That's like the biggest thing I want to bring with me or step into. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And, um, I love that. I love that you're gonna, I say every year I'm leaving behind the people pleaser still working on it. Still working. On it. I feel like I, know. I leave like a percentage of my people pleaser behind and then it just, I'll have something happen where I imagine it's like screeching, trying to hold on to me. And I'm like, no, I will quiet you. No, but it's so easy to get, you know, sucked right back into that, but good for you. Cause I think it takes that personal awareness and I love However, your journey started, it started. And now you're able to take what you've learned and empower other people to do that and to have that self-awareness and take away that shame and guilt around things like being a people pleaser or the things that we do where we're like, oh, I could have done that differently. Um, but I think that's really cool. Um, I find that I get excited the more people I meet who want to do exactly what you're doing, like take the lessons you've learned and then help other people do the same thing to enrich their lives. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm like, I, Ooh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, oh, you go ahead first. No, no, no. You <laughs> okay, okay, you're okay. our guest. <laughs> oh, I'm doing my people pleasing. No, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Is that like, yes, it's a decision, but like you said, Alexandra, it pops up. Like it's not, you're not going to be perfect just because you're like, I'm deciding to do this. I just want people to know that too. Cause sometimes we like get really hard on ourselves especially this time of year of, you know, the choices that you want to make. And you think like, just because you've decided this, everything's going to change. It's a work in progress. (laughs) Just had to say that. Always, always. I recently had a situation. I know, Anna, you keep trying to say something. (laughs) I know. We're still learning how to do these interviews. I recently had a situation where, um, I was challenged in like having my voice, someone was not hearing me and she didn't want to hear me. And I was talking to my therapist about it. And I was like, this, this woman is like, I don't know, 10 or 15 years older than me, but I literally for two weeks and I had to see her just about every day for two weeks during the week. And I was like, I feel like I'm 12. It was like, I felt so small. And the people pleaser came. I was like, I'm a child. I feel, I don't know what's happening right now. (laughs) And and luckily, you know, he was able to help me work through it and figure out what it was and that tension and what was happening. Um, But it was just really interesting. And I, I think you're right. Cause the, the idea we get so hooked onto this, like kind of a black and white, it's a yes or no, this constant paradoxical idea of how things have to be. And really it can be a range. And I feel like when we can let go of that black and white side, so it's like, I'm a people pleaser or I'm not. Nope. You can make the choice to work through it, but you're still going to be tested on that. And I think that takes a lot of the pressure off too. And again, just to like ditto your point, like it's, it's a process and it's a range. And I think recognizing when you're put in those situations, recognizing when the people pleaser or whoever, for me, sometimes it's my outcome controller she comes out every once in a while and I'm like, Ooh, nope, nope. This is a good time for surrender. Let's go tap into those tools. But just recognizing when that's happening is like a huge first step. And, and it can be very, um, what's the word I'm going to see words 
already in the new year. Maybe that's what I should have left back in 2022, my forgetfulness of words, but it can just be freeing to like be able to kind of recognize that and then be able to move forward. Okay. I'm going to jump in here. Um, (laughs) I, the counselor, Anna love, love, loves what you said about like pursuing joy and not that that's always going to be easy. It can often be uncomfortable and scary and you might have to work through all the feelings. Um, and yeah, life is messy. Life is yucky. Unpleasant things happen all the time. And there are the ups and downs. Alexandra and I read a book about it years ago, a couple of years ago. Um, it was that one written by the Buddhist nun lady for that one. Uh, the places that scare you. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like we get, I think also conditioned that no, we, life is only supposed to be unicorns and roses. And if I have this faith or this belief system, then nothing's ever supposed to be hard. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. Life is very difficult. Um, but no, that's an and, and, um, I love, love, love the let's embrace the things that, that bring us joy. Um, I have a few acquaintances in mind that I think of that. I know the the joy or following joy, um, which is funny that Alexandra's website is forward to joy, but I, I, I know that like the, the steps to get to joy are hard and scary. And you have to do sometimes a lot of personal work or personal growth in order to make that happen. Or you have to be courageous and leave some things behind. But I just, I don't know. I love that message. And, um, I'm, I'm loving that being on this podcast with the two of you, I know that anyone who's listening to us knows that there are resources and people and you guys to help them get there. So if, if in this new year, people are searching or, you know, looking for ways to do that, to attract more joy or bring more of that, or whether it's being around people who bring them more joy or job or whatever kind of like personal relationship situations. Um, I'm really excited that they have you guys as resources. (laughs) (laughs) That was so cute. I love that. (laughs) Okay. So Yes, oh, Al. Sorry. Uh-huh. I was gonna one last thing um that came up because again, my therapist, I talk about him a lot on here. Um once I break from therapy, maybe we'll have him on. Um, but it's hilarious to me because the other day I was talking about like how much life has been going on in the last few weeks and all this change. And he's like, Oh yeah, how is it outside of your comfort zone? And I was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it is not comfortable. But we both agree that some of the coolest things happen when you're outside of your comfort zone and you have to be willing to take that step. And, and again, as you both have been saying, trust yourself that you can handle whatever is happening outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay, amen. So I'll tell the, Eric, yeah. oh, Eric, the therapist, you got an amen on that one. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So Leah, tell us like, how can people find you? Um, what's your podcast? How can they listen to you? Tell us all the things. Yeah. So I mainly am on Instagram. That's my favorite place to be. And I know people always talk about like, you know, go on all these different platforms, which I'm expanding, but I love Instagram. So that's my place. So you can find me at the Lee Michelle. So I'm sure you guys will put that in your show notes, hopefully, unless yeah, you we'll have spell all it out. <laughs> 
No, Sorry. no, we're we're connected on in, we're connected on the Insta. So uh, yeah, so I'll make Instagram sure that, and then uh, yeah, yeah. So all my stuff's on there, and I'm like I said, I'm kind of like shifting in my business. So I honestly don't know what it's really going to look like yet, which I love that. <laughs> it was scary at first to admit that, but I'm loving like that unknown and just jumping in. Um, but yeah. And then I also have a website. It's theleemichelle.com. I have a blog that I'm not super active on, but I love to write. So when I'm just feeling like really creative and I want to write a longer post, I have a bunch of blog posts on there. And as I said, I have a new podcast called Evolve and Align. So it's on Apple and Spotify at the moment. Yay. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's awesome. I know when you're first launching and you're like, how the heck does this all work? The equipment. And then how do I get myself out there? How do I get myself signed up on all these places? It's really, um, could be very daunting, but very mm -hmm. exciting at the same time. All right. My one last question for you mm -hmm. is Alexandra and I often talk about the fact that we want our listeners to know that they're not alone in a variety of situations, um, that we have discussed over the last many, many episodes. And so if there's one thing that you would want people to know that they are not alone in, what would that be? So I think the biggest thing, and I just kind of talked about it right now, but you are not alone if you don't know where you're going right now. That's like my biggest theme lately is that I have no idea where my life is going. And like we talked about through this episode is, you know, I had this plan for myself at one point and now all of a sudden it's different and it's even different. Like over the past year when I was like, okay, I had another plan and that one got changed, but like, it's okay not to know where you're going. It's okay. It's okay to have that vision of where you want to go, but maybe not know how to get there and just feeling okay to like surrender into that feeling. It's hard. It's that like, again, getting out of your comfort zone and feeling awkward. But if you know what you want and like what you desire, even if it's not something like specific, you just, you know, like you have that feeling of what you truly want. And if you have that in mind, you'll get there somehow. You just have to trust that. That's 100%. awesome. 100%. I adore that. Yep. I agree, Al. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well said. How do how do you go after that one? Exclamation <laughs> point. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. To our wonderful listeners, mine is not as uh, deep. Um. I'll say this: you are not alone if you went to bed before midnight on New Year's. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I try to make it even to like East Coast. <laughs> I usually try to make it till ten o'clock for East Coast New Year's. I think I fell asleep at 9.57, you know, couldn't do it, couldn't do it. I was like trying really hard to keep my eyes open, so. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I did make <laughs> it to the the 10 o'clock time to watch the ball drop. And I have to say, I was really disappointed and I was looking everywhere online because they cut off all the programming before the ball dropped. It was like they showed some singers and people dancing in the rain in New York. And then they were like, okay, that's the end of our program. It's like, they don't count down the ball dropping anymore, but you could stream it. There were like, when I looked, uh, there were a bunch of places you could go and stream it if that's your thing. 
In fact, our mother let us, let me know that, um, she and our dad stayed up till midnight to watch the whole shebang. 1230. I know 1230. I was like, oh my gosh, I just got embarrassed by my parents in their seventies staying up later than I could. I was very, I was very impressed by that. So my, you are not alone is for, um, my educator people in that, um, vacation is winding down and it's terrifying me because I usually am like, okay, I feel rejuvenated and my bucket's been filled. I've been doing a lot of stuff over the break, been very productive. And, um, now that the, like the time is nearing for me to be back in my school setting and the children are coming back to school this week, it's kind of freaking me out. So if you're in that kind of situation, know that you are not alone. Cause I'm kind of freaking out. I mean, I kind of excited to go back, but more, not really. And it's winter. Like I'm a bear. I want to hibernate more. Um, and I'm being forced social construct. I'm being forced to go back into my work setting. So I'm going to figure it out guys. It's going to be uncomfortable. I'm going to be out of my comfort zone, but I'm going to figure it out because it pays the bills and my mortgage. So I'm, I'm going to make it happen, but just wanted to let the people out there know you're not alone. Okay. I get that one. Cause I'm, I was off for a couple of weeks. I went on a vacation and then Christmas yes. took some time and now I have to go back to work and yeah. It was a lot of like go, go, go kind of vacation, which is fun. But yeah, I didn't get to like fully relax. I did see some of your pictures from your vacation. So y'all check out Leah on Instagram. Cause I was like, um, as, as it's dumping snow here, I was like, oh, I'm jelly. Yeah. <laughs> a little jelly. Yeah. If you're following me now, I'm going to probably be posting them for the next little while just to feel <laughs> I took a lot yeah, of right. content. <laughs> I'm one exactly. of those people. Yeah. I post my content for like the whole year. <laughs> I love it. Why not? Exactly. Exactly. All right. Anna, you have our STW joke of the day. Oh, I do. Yes. We are winding down people. <laughs> um, before I get to the STW joke of the day, Leah, thank you. Um, everybody, um, this has been really awesome for us to have another guest on our show. Um, we adore it. And so please feel free to reach out to us at the Russian sisters at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review. Let us know if you have any questions. We will make sure that we've got Leah Michelle's information in the show notes and all that jazz. So you can get in contact with her too, to follow up, um, and to ask more questions about what she's doing and where she's going and then follow her on Insta. So yeah, we can watch her journey on this adventure of life. Oh, there. thank you so much. I feel so special being here. <laughs> like I said at the beginning, I love listening to your podcast. So I appreciate you having me on. Yay. Yay. Another, thank you. Another happy listener, which makes me fill with joy. So thank you. <laughs> All right, Sean T. Wyman, this joke, joke of the day is for you. Now, remember, words are hard. Um, Reminder that we're into chapter two of the dad joke book. um, And we're just in the beginning. So we've got a long way to go in this quality trickery section here. All right. Um, Apparently, we're carrying on the animal um, theme from last time. So... Um, the question is for you guys, how many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? I, I don't know. I don't know. Tentacles, 10 tickles. 
Uh-huh. That tickled uh, your funny bone. I know I like it that. did. Oh, and before we wrap up, I just wanted to say this has nothing to do with our show for today, but it's kind of like a follow-up from last week's when we did our mm. wine and cheese tasting. Um, that whoever says that eat cheese while you're tasting wine, it'll soak up the wine. No, liars. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you just taste all the different wines and get really loopy. And the cheese doesn't really help. It's tasty and it was super yummy, but it didn't soak up shit. Okay. No, but we did have a good spaghetti dinner after. It was a lot of fun. It definitely was a lot of fun, but I love that. Wine tastings are the best. It was so good. (laughs) They're delicious. Leah, oh my goodness. Thank you so, 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 so much for coming on the show today. It's been so awesome to chat with you. I know Anna already said all that. I just needed to say it again. Um, and I hope that we can definitely have you back on sometime um, as your business grows and as your life morphs into some amazingness. Can't wait to hear all about it. Yay, all right, you guys. You. So thank you. Thank you again, Leah. Love you all. Hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Russian sisters to connect with them. Go to the Russian Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. I'm Matt Kundal, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance, and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.